Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Today's Christian Car Guys show, we're going to be talking about teen drivers from apps to stop texting and driving, maybe on a smartphone, to an up and coming young teen Christian race car driver. Actually, 15 year old Bryce Napier. He's going to be on with us at the bottom of the hour. Yeah, a recent study shows we're losing teens at the rate of 210 a month to motor vehicle crashes. And we certainly have gleaned some interesting stuff from a bunch of statistics that were just posted this week. And so this is a live show. And as always, it's our listeners that often make the show, and, and we love your call. So, you know, you can always call with any question or comment at 866-348-7884. But I do have a particular question I'm looking for today. Is I am on a quest to see if there is a good smartphone app to stop texting and driving if you've got one or you've got one for your teens i would love for you to call us today at 866-348-7884 i went on a quest quest myself with my phone this week to see if i could find an app for my iphone 5 that would shut me down from texting or calling or anything like that and i downloaded several and i'm going to give you the results and some of it will be helpful, do you think? I think, and there's one app that I actually think is kind of cool, but it in no way, shape, or form would shut me down from texting. And some of it's almost comical what some of these apps do in that. So we're going to be talking about that. But if you've got one that works or you're using it and it's, it's worked good for your kids, by all means, you call us 866-348-7884. But also a big part of, if you've got a teen driver, upcoming teen driver, is there's some insurance stuff that's headed your way that, you know, I'll never forget when the first time my child reached that age. And so we've got our Christian insurance guy here with us too. And, and Bill, you've got some amazingly helpful stuff that, that you're going to add to the conversation. Well, I certainly hope so. I, for many, many years, have encouraged my clients to bring their new drivers in to sit down with me and let me discuss what it costs and what the ramifications are. Yeah, that, that in itself is a marvelous tip. If you have an insurance agent that you have a relationship, you know, it's one thing for you to tell your child the results of certain th- driving behaviors, <laughs> but it's another thing for your insurance agent to illustrate for them or tell them a story or two about, well, these people used to could afford car insurance, but after three tickets um, and their premiums being up over $1,000 a month, whatever the situation is, it's graphic. Well, it's... Uh life-changing when the parents and the driver realize you can't just take them off the insurance after they get two tickets they're stuck with that high rate no matter what so you're listening to the christian car guy show and we are bringing the kingdom of god through an automotive platform and on this show we talk about things like grace car driving and not speeding uh we also have the jesus labor love ministry car repair labor not the parts but labor for single moms widows and families in crisis And, of course, we're going to have this race car driver at the bottom of the hour, but also our good friend Andy Bowersox, who does, you know, on track with Andy. He is on a Pray for Your Pastor tour. He's going to be calling in at the bottom of the hour. We're going to hear from him. But as always, I want to mention our website. It's ChristianCarGuy.com. And if you go to the website, 
today, you're going to see articles on Bryce, this young race car driver. There's articles there on I on all my <laughs> what happened with me on these four apps and you know links to where you can find them whatever there's really a cool page on these statistics from teen drivers that show your state and you know what the death rate is your state as compared to other states but it also gives you all sorts of helpful information for your teen drivers it's just a resource for you there it's christiancarguy.com want to make sure you're aware of that but you know getting right into these apps and again please if you've got one that works you call me 866-348-7884 but it was my hope actually bill that i could get in there and find an app for my iphone 5 that would literally keep me from being able to text and call and drive and stuff like that and when you look at the at the screenshot when you go check out these apps they seem to indicate that that could take place but (laughs) not even close what i'd recommend is if you'll take that phone and put it in your trunk (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is very unlikely that you'll text while you're driving. And again, we have screenshots and all these links are at christiancarguy.com. But the first one that I tried was called the Overwatch, you know, and it had me so excited because, <laughs> you know, it said that, man, this thing will shut you down. You'll not be able to text. You'll not be able to call nothing like that. And so I, I hooked it all up and boy, you got to, you got to go through a lot of registration, give them your name, email address, come up with a special password, you know, cause your kids will come up with a way to, bypass it and it just seemed like it was so tough security this this must be the one i'm so excited so i had on my phone i go to lunch that day i'm driving around and it does absolutely nothing i mean nothing i mean i can text call you know tweet whatever i try several things not that i'm and i'm in a safe place trying to do my best just to test this thing and it's doing nothing and so i think well my phone's just bogus and so i boot my phone up, put it, put the app back on, reinstall it, redo the passwords, redo the notifications and everything else that you're supposed to do. I do this three times, Bill. And guess what the results were all three times? No help whatsoever. It did nothing. And so I thought, well, there's support, right? You're going to find support for this app. So I go to the iTunes store to find out where the support would be for this particular app. And it sends me to a website. It's a Facebook fan page. And there was absolutely nothing on the page about how to contact the people. Did it cost you anything? (laughs) No, it was a free app. And I got what I paid for. (laughs) Absolutely nothing on the Overwatch. Of course, if you work for Overwatch or whatever, and you got a way to make this thing work, you call me. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying it might be me. I'm ignorant. I don't know. But I could not get the thing to work. Again, if you have one out there that works, I would love to hear it. 866 348 seven eight eight four but the next one up is called the canaria and it's well named because this thing is the tattletale it tweets like a (laughs) and i'll have to say if there's one of them that i would recommend to parents the canary is the deal and again you got to download it you got to register it you got to put in a you know three level security password that (laughs) has all sorts of stuff to make all that happen but it does in fact send you an email of every time that you have an infraction it doesn't shut you down it sends you an email every time your kid texts every time they text or if they speed or if they call you have time to do anything you got emails flying in and then not only that but if you click on that email it'll take you to a map to show you where your child actually is and they're what where they're infracting (laughs) so i mean it, it to me i thought this has some definite possibilities because 
you know, you, if you put this rule in your house that, wow, if I get an email that says that you use this thing, you know, you're going to say goodbye to your phone for two or three weeks. And I don't know if you've ever taken your child's cell phone away, <laughs> but it's almost like a death sentence. I mean, there isn't there isn't much worse in their life than taking their cell phone. You know, after the forty seventh email in the first hour, I gave my kid. (laughs) I would just quit reading them. Well, you know, at that point in time, hopefully you'd have their phone. You know, no, no, just they're just texting. No matter. No, 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 no. It doesn't. It doesn't send you an email every time they text. Oh, good. It only sends you an email if they text while the vehicle while their phone is moving faster than fifteen miles an hour. Ah, well, that's. I confused you. Yes, I'm sorry. That a whole lot more. Yeah, no, it doesn't send you an email every time they text. (laughs) It sends you an email if they text while their phone is moving faster than fifteen miles an hour. While they're riding a bus, they could be riding a bus, or if they're on a train or a plane. I mean, it's out of there. <laughs> and then it says you report at the end of the day that shows you all the the stuff and where they were and you know all that. So it's, I just it's fascinating. Want to report at the end of the day. Well, you, maybe there's a way yeah, to adjust the settings in it. But I wanted to get as much as I could possibly get. So again, if you go to christiancarguy.com, you're going to see my report on all these different cell phones. Things you're going to see, you know, the link there to Canary if you want to try that and again. I have an iPhone 5, and I realize there's iPhone 6s out there, there's iPhone 3s, there's Androids. And from what I could see through all these tests that I was doing, the Android apparently is easier to shut down than an iPhone, which leads me to wonder what Apple was thinking exactly. But it, it's clear that nothing that I downloaded came close to shutting it down. The other two that I tried, <laughs> which were you know pretty exciting, was the drive safe mode. Now, the drive safe mode, again, it had my hopes... I was, man, I was pumped up because it, it, it was like put in the number for an emergency call in case you got to make an emergency call. So I, oh yeah, this is going to shut me down. So all I can call is one person like my insurance agent. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call. And I mean, it had me totally sold that this was going to shut me down. Well, you know, <laughs> I take off and I go down the road over 15 miles an hour. I begin to, to start a text just to see what it's going to do. You know what it does, Bill? Warning, warning, Smith. <laughs> Drive safe. <laughs> Drive safe. It sends me a message. Drive safe. Okay, now that'll stop me. <laughs> we have more on our teen driving statistics. We have more on these phone apps. But we need to know if you know of something, because I'm desperate out there for an app that will shut me down. 866-348-7884. You got any question or comment, you call us. 866-348-7884. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Nip it. In the bud, you got to nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud, you got to nip it in the bud. Nip it, nip it. Nip it, nip it, nip this right in the bud. That's Officer Barney Fife telling you how to handle your kid's cell phones while they're driving because it's that's probably more effective than most of the apps that you're going to find. That would have made a good Andy Griffith show, wouldn't it, with Barney texting and giving people grief over it? Yeah, oh, he would have had them. They'd have been behind bars. There's no doubt about that. But we would love to know if you know we're talking teen drivers today on all sorts of different levels. We've got uh, Bryce. 
Napier coming. He's a 15-year-old race car driver out west. That you're going to be one. He's a Christian, and you're going to love to hear about him. We got Andy Bowersox calling in, but right now we're talking about these phone apps, and we're going to get into some teen insurance issues as well, and, and ideas for teen safety. You call us with your idea eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth. Again, all this information is at christiancarguy.com, as well as the Canary app that I that I mentioned might be worth trying out. But Bill, uh, one thing that you brought out that was certainly a situation is that since this thing, <laughs> he looked, I showed him the email where it showed me, it showed exactly where I was and what speed I was going, which was by the speed limit, by the way, when I was texting <laughs> and he said, well, you know what, Robbie, if you'd had an accident, well, go ahead, you explain. It. Well, in most states now, there's a law against texting while driving. So if you're involved in an accident and you're texting, the penalty can be a lot higher and you can be assessed responsibility of an accident you, that you might not have been responsible for if it had not been for your texting. So if you're in an accident and the other party can prove that you were texting, you, you're setting yourself up for a lot bigger insurance problem. The other thing that I would encourage people to remember that with some phone services, you can go on the Internet, pull up the account, and you can check whether or not one of the phones that you've got is being texted and what time it is. And you can work some of this out without a program at all, which means that they can't get around the program. Now, the other thing to remember is when I checked, half the kids out there are using something called Snapchat which allows them to send pictures that they wouldn't want their mother to see, and they disappear five seconds after the picture goes. But also what they text disappears and is forever lost in the ether five seconds after they send it. So even with some of these really great programs, our teenagers probably are smart enough to find a way around them. There's also a way to put a program on your phone and hide it so that nobody's short of a NASA technical engineer with a uh, FBI data bank can find that program other than the user of that phone. So there are ways around all of these. What I would recommend you do is to bring that young driver in and sit them down in front of your insurance agent and let your insurance agent say, son or daughter, you need to understand your parents are paying this amount of money for you to be able to even drive. They're paying this much amount more than that so that you can have a car and drive. And then it doubles if you get a ticket or an accident or caught speeding. And that I've got clients that are in their 20s that could be making a house payment for what their insurance costs because they've got four or five or six tickets on their driving record. Sometimes that insurance agent can get through a young skull especially if you've got a habit that you're trying to encourage your young driver not to have if you roll through stop signs you aren't going to be able to explain to the kid that they shouldn't and if you text ever once in your life and they see it while you drive they will forever remember that one time they saw you text and they're not going to listen to what you've got to say, where if you bring them in and sit down down in front of your personal auto insurance agent, there's a good chance that they can get through. Very, very few of the youth that I've sat down with and discussed their insurance with end up with a ticket or an accident. Well, And, and there's an amazing point that you made there that I really had never considered myself. 
that if you are texting and driving, obviously your phone company has an exact record of the time that that took place. And so if there's a horrific accident, you can count on the fact that that person's going to sue you, that they're going to uh, get your, your cell phone records and they're going to know if a text took place at that particular time and that moment of the accident. That's certainly available information. And they can also obviously ascertain the location if, if this program can. But getting back to the canary is still, in my view, I, I'm actually going to hook my 15-year-old daughter up with it. She's, we've talked about it. She likes the idea. I'm actually going to keep it on my own phone as, as just a way to remind me, Robbie, use your head here a second. This isn't a good thing. You're picking that up, and you're going to report on yourself <laughs> because of the canary. The, I think the idea behind is it clearly, it, it, it clearly is a tattletale. And it will tattle even on your own self. But one of the other things that I gleaned from all this information on teen um, accidents and, again, so many teens losing their lives that I think is a significant thing is the states that have the graduated licensing programs are the ones that fare way better than the states that do not. And it seems like the stricter the, the graduated licensing program is, the, the less teen deaths that are in that particular state. The way that that works is in, in North Carolina is a pretty good example of it. And we're 20th amongst all the, of, of all the states is that you have to have a licensed adult over the age of 21 with you driving. You get a learner's, learner's permit to begin with. And so you got to have somebody, preferably your parent, with you for the first year that you drive. And you can't drive after a certain times at night. And there's all sorts of things that go with that. Yeah, you, there's one problem with that. I take my child to the, the driver training class and there was this one young lady that would drive up, get out of her own car, and go in and take the class with him. Well, you, you know, there's always stuff. Bill, but here's the thing. If you don't have that in your state and it's not a year long, you might consider in, enforcing that in your own child. You know, you make the rules. You say, look, you're not going to drive alone for the first 12 months or even 18 months, which is what we've done with our daughter. And what I did with my other two children is we didn't get their license until after 18 months of that particular thing. And then there's other, then they, they, they graduate up to another level of provisional, where you can't go out after a certain time of night, or you can only have one passenger in the car. Again, all this information is at ChristianCarGuy.com. Some other tips for teen drivers. We would love to call, hear your call from what you're experienced. If you've had an app out there, I'd love it. 866-348-7884. When we come back, we got Bryce Napier, the, the young race car driver, and Andy Bowersox coming up. Maybe I should have had breakfast. A little brekkie could be good for me. No, no, no. Stay focused. Speed. I'm faster than fast, quicker than quick. I am lightning. Hey, lightning. You ready? Oh, yeah. Lightning's ready. Welcome back to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Today, we are talking teen drivers, and we've been talking a lot about teen driving safety and apps for phones and things along that nature, certainly insurance. But now we're going to move to the other whole aspect of teen drivers, because we've got Bryce Napier on with us, and we got Andy Bowersox, who's on his Pray for a Pastor tour, but Andy set up this interview, and so I'm very excited to have you on, Bryce, a 15-year-old race car driver out there in California. Yeah, thank you very much for having me on. I uh, really appreciate it. it. It is. We are just so grateful, and we're anxious to hear your story. But first, my, 
are you actually able to drive with a permit out there in California yet? Are you uh, driving on the streets? Yeah, I got my permit in, uh, let's see, in March. And I've been driving with my mom and uh, driving to school and stuff every morning to the grocery store, wherever we go. And she she doesn't like it too much. She doesn't like sitting in the passenger seat. And I have to tell her sometimes there's no brake pedal over there because uh, she's kind of always pushing her foot through the floor trying to hit the brake. But uh, I, I know that yeah, feeling. It's 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 that's exactly how I feel often. But we have yeah. on with us also uh, Bryce. We have Andy Bowersox who set this up because Andy is a great friend with Dell Hamilton, who is a friend of yours. And Andy, you can tell us the connection. Yeah, good morning, Robbie. I'm uh, having a little bit of a hard time hearing. I'm on my cell phone here on the highway. But um, I actually met Bryce, I think, just maybe once or twice at some outreach events that uh, we've done through Finish a Winner. You, you've had Don Dell and Randy and a few other guys have Finish a Winner before. But uh, anyway, well, one of the things that, that Finish a Winner does is is use the platform of racing and NASCAR and, uh, and other, you know, all kinds of racing, actually, to help uh, evangelize and reach the world with the gospel through the platform of motorsports. And so uh, Bryce has come along. I'm not even sure. Maybe you could tell us, Bryce, how you met Dell and how you got involved with that to begin with. Yeah, so actually I met Dell. Um, I won the championship in one of my uh, other race cars, what's called a mini cup, uh, when I was about nine. And uh, winning the championship, I got uh, hot passes to the Vegas NASCAR race. And we were standing in the garage, and uh, we were looking at cars and stuff, and there was a wrecked car there, and my mom was really scared, and she she wanted to talk to the driver's mom, and she said, where's the driver's mom? And it was actually Kyle Larson, and she said, I want to talk to Kyle's mom. I want to see where she is. I I, want to understand how she puts up with this, because I sure can't. (laughs) And uh, we literally uh, bumped into Del Hamilton when we were turning around uh, and... uh, uh, about three hours later, we left, and we had been talking to him ever since, and then we went home and uh, looked him up, and when we were at the track, we saw one of his cars, which is the IM second car that Blake Cook was driving, and we just thought that was really awesome. We asked him, what does what IM second mean? And they said, look it up, look it up. So we looked it up, and it's just, that's also an awesome organization, and uh, I thought it was really cool, and then we went home and searched up Dell, and then we met him. Went down to Ontario to a church event and uh, met him there, and we've been connected ever since. Oh, yeah, is. fantastic! And, and then I think um, Bryce, aren't you aren't you part of the support military program too? Which which uh, tell us a little bit about that while you're on the phone. Yeah, so uh, support military gives support to veterans uh, through verified organizations that help find jobs, cars. Uh, and whatnot for families and uh, veterans when they come out of the service. And then they also do uh, VIP experiences for the veterans at the track and bring their whole family down and get them hot passes and in the pits and uh, let their kids come. And it's it's a really awesome organization, and I, I really like having the military on my car. Oh, great. It looks great. We have the picture there of that car at christiancarguy.com as well as a picture of Bryson. And links to all his ministries uh, and his racing, uh, and he's got Twitter, Facebook. I mean, and very well spoken, Bryce. I'm, I'm very Robbie, impressed. Did you, I, I didn't hear the beginning part, but did you ask Bryce about the Kawiki Award? I know we were going to find out what that was all about, too. Yeah, that's a really exciting thing that's happened in your life, Bryce. And I had not was not aware of it. But can you explain 
kind of what that that is, and we have that information at the website too. It's the Kawiki Driver Development Program. Yeah, so I was chosen as uh, one of seven drivers. Uh, they chose seven drivers and did phone interviews, and uh, it's an organization that was started by Alan's, Alan Kawiki's uh, family and his closest friends and his crew chiefs, and uh, it's an organization to... Basically, they pick seven drivers that are uh, 18 to 25, and we actually submitted mine. I'm only 15, and they picked me, and uh, most of them are late model drivers, and just like what I'm driving now. And uh, it's <clears throat> they created it to get Alan Quickie's name back out there, because a lot of people don't know Alan Quickie's name. Uh, a lot of people have never heard of him, and it's basically to take his legacy out to the new generation, out to kids, and they chose 18- to 25-year-olds so we could talk to other younger kids and get Alan's name out to the to the young kids. Wow, and I know one of the, the things our audience would definitely be interested in is how do you, you feel God working with you now that you have this platform that not only, obviously, with a quickie, driver development program and the sponsors that you have for your race car and the exposure that you've, you've been able to get, what do you, are you experiencing God in different ways there, Bryce, or could you tell our listeners how you feel that's going? Yeah. I mean, my path just continues to be led towards godly Christian men. I mean, every, every time we meet someone like we met Dell with the, I am second car. And then, uh, we got to meet Blake cook. Who's, uh, very religious and it just keeps coming along and I feel like God's with me every time when I'm in the car driving and he keeps me safe and my my goal is to do an I Am Second video actually and uh, be able to talk and uh, do one of those videos. Isn't it amazing Andy how God is raising up young people like Bryce um, that, that and they keep coming like Blake and, and we've seen him along the way and it's just amazing what God is doing out there through this particular platform, don't you think? Yeah, I think um, I think really, Robbie, this kind of all started with Michael McDowell. Do you remember a few years ago, um, Michael just really started growing in his relationship with the Lord and recognizing that this is a huge platform for them to be able to share the gospel, to share what that personal relationship looks like, and uh, and the opportunities, you know, there's no there's no shortage of media coverage in and around the sports or you know the world of auto racing, and so to be able to gain some recognition in what they're doing personally, and then share like how that's coming about and how unique and I would say providential ways that that Lord's been working in their lives has been it's been a tremendous tool for our organization to finish a winner and and the other ones like that Price just mentioned I am second and. Um, I know there's a few other ones out no, there now, but there's lots it, of them. But I, for our listeners, I just want you to know you're listening to a coast to coast show today. Because Andy, are you in Massachusetts or New Hampshire? You're somewhere. <laughs> you you have no idea. My my wife is actually in the background of this of this big bus that we're driving through a small town in southern Maine. Maine. Um, in the middle of this pray for your passatory, she's shaking her head. Then how in the world can we get through these little towns, be on the radio, and uh, and not, not so far not crash into anything, which has been super. But uh, and yeah, then, actually, uh, yeah, you're in Maine, and and Bryce is in California, so oh, it, we're crazy. coast to yep. coast here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's a great great morning for sure. 
But that that brings up the next topic that certainly uh, we want our listeners to be aware of is this Pray for the Pastor Tour. You did kind of go out west. Apparently, you're going east this year. And bring us up to speed on what the Pray for Your Pastor Tour is. Sure. Well, you know, it's uh, this, is a, this is a good topic for the car guy. I don't know. Maybe we change it to Christian bus guy today, Robbie. But we uh, last year started the this Pray for Your Pastor Tour, which I actually thought was going to be a once-and-done thing. And, you know, our ministry is about continually engaging the Church and the body of Christ at large to be more actively investing in the lives of their pastors and spiritual leaders. And so uh, when we did this tour last year, it was a combination of one-on-one visits with pastors across the country, with uh, church staffs, with some media partners like like yourself there, and, uh, and then some speaking engagements. And then there was even a few uh, like national prayer meetings involved. So it ended up being a tremendous experience. And really, since the day we came back from that last year, I just felt like the Lord wanted us to do it again and really even commit over the next five years to produce these summer bus tours. And so from a strategy standpoint, we've kind of broken that up into different geographical areas to, to try and get a little deeper penetration. And uh, we, we started with the Northeast this year. And I tell you, this is a, this is an area that needs the gospel, Robbie. It's, uh, there's yeah, we're, Andy, we've got to go to a break. So. Um, okay. But we definitely are holding you and Bryce over for the next segment. So I know in the, it, we got so much to cover. We're going to be back in the next segment with Andy and Bryce. We've got a few more team tips. And you stay tuned. We would love to take your call, too, by the way. 866-348-7884. Randy raced fast cars all his life Made every sacrifice And all they wanted was to hold that trophy up He raced against the man in black And left it all out on the track Still he never won that Winston Cup I'm gonna make it this way No one can shake it And I'll finish a winner Finish a winner today on the Christian Car Guys show. We are with Bryce Napier. He's this young up-and-coming race car driver, 15 years old, and already uh, has this amazing platform for Christ. We're excited about it. We've got Andy Bauer Sox. He's up in Maine on the Pray for Your Pastor Tour. Bill Mixon with me, our Christian insurance agent, because we've been talking about teen drivers, and certainly insurance is a big aspect of that if you've got an upcoming teen driver. And, of course, we, we... went through all these new apps that on the iPhones that we talked about how you might could shut down or not shut down your kid from texting as the case may be all the test results all that's at christiancarguy.com as well as Andy's uh, link on where you can find out where he is next on his pastor tour and Bryce is ministry so Andy uh, you were talking about you know when we left that you are now up there in the northeast and you found that it's a little bit dry uh, comparatively from a kingdom standpoint. And can you explain, uh, you know, for those of us in the Bible Belt and all, we're not used to churches like that, and maybe you, it would be helpful for our listeners to see how we could pre be praying for those pastors that are up there. Yeah, I, I tell you, uh, Robbie, I'd like to give a, a quick plug for our Facebook page there. We're, we're putting up daily posts of some of the pastors that we meet with and some of their specific prayer requests, and that's at our Energized Ministries Facebook page. Good. But you know, just as a as a case in point, it, you know, where we live, and you and I live in the, in the heart of the Bible Belt in North Carolina, 
and there seems like there's there's churches and ministries on every corner. You know, there's uh, it, the culture is that that most people go to church, and and I've actually even referred to that as as the mission field being inside the walls of the church in North Carolina. There, there's really no persecution for being in, for, first of all for being at church on Sundays, but even being involved with your church. And uh, and in in the Northeast, particularly New England, where we are now, it's not like that at all. Um, there is, you know, actual, um, you know, uh, visible evidences of persecution and warfare, even for even being affiliated with the church up here. And the, and the, and unfortunately, it it feels like I that like Christians are being pushed out of this area. And I, I say that because one um, one pastor I met with just a few days ago said, like, if I said, well, could you give me one specific prayer request on what, what it's like to be a frontline minister of the gospel here? And he said, if I could ask anything, it's that people would come and stay. Like, come here. If you come, if the Lord calls you to plant a church here, come and stay with us. And don't give up when it gets too tough. And that really stuck with me because it is a very different climate. The um, the there's a of the churches that are here and the ministries that exist. There's a little bit more, actually, I'd say a lot more collaboration where they're here to support each other. You know, there may be a Baptist and a Presbyterian and an Independent church in the in the same within, let's just say, within 30 miles of each other, and they all know each other and they're all physically praying for each other by name and by ministry. And so that's a real encouragement to me to see that. But uh, the need is much greater than the, than the people that are here to serve. That reminds me, Andy, of I, I interviewed some Lebanese pastors one time, and they said, you know, when their country started to be invaded and, and people were running all over the place, all of a sudden the churches didn't care anymore if you're a Presbyterian or Baptist. <laughs> you know, everybody, the body of Christ right. comes together when, when persecution shows up. But Bryce, uh, I'm sitting there wondering how encouraging is it for you, a young 15-year-old race car driver, to think that, hey, someday when you're doing that that finish a winner event or you're doing an I am second car or anything along those lines, that, that those pastors up there in Maine or in New Hampshire, whatever, are going to be in, influenced and encouraged by what you're able to do here that their parishioners would be able to take, in, take advantage of. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean... That that's really great, and I I uh, I can't even picture that. I mean, that, that's just that's really awesome. I I would love to be able to do that someday. Yeah, and and it's interesting. I I'm also curious because we got a lot of listeners that have teen drivers. So you're out there on the street. You have your permit now. <laughs> your mom is trying to hold you back. Uh, what's it like having? Obviously, you've been driving race cars since you were how old? Uh, since I was five. Since you were five, okay. And so you've been driving race cars for ten years. Now you find yourself on the street with speed limits and things like that. What? What? Tell us about that transition. Uh, it, I don't really know how to turn right very good because I've only turned. <laughs> but I, I always have to ask line. my mom. I always have to ask my mom if I'm clear or not, and I'm always. I'm waiting for the radio or my spotter on the radio to tell me clear, clear or outside. But I, I, I realize <laughs> I don't have that in the car. I got to use my mirrors. But uh, and then uh, my mom's always telling me that I can't drive. I can't drive like I do on the racetrack because if I do, that I'm, uh, I'm not gonna. My insurance is gonna be super high. And you guys were talking a little bit earlier. I heard you about uh, insurance and stuff. But 
my mom's been saying, you you can't have road rage. You can't have road rage. And I, I never like when people pass me. They come flying by me, and I'm, <laughs> I just want to pull on the fast lane and go pass them up or something, you know. And my mom's car has paddle shifters, and I like using those, but my mom goes, why are you using those? You don't need to. And she, she always yells at me for doing that. But it, it's definitely different turning right. And, and so... Well, tell us about your car. If you got paddle shifters, I'm interested in that. Yeah, it's my mom's car. It's a Jaguar XF, <laughs> but uh, it, it's got a V8, so it's pretty fast. But sh- she never likes to drive it fast. But no doubt, you know, when those cars go by you, you got a chance to catch them with that. I would. Think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how cool is that? Well, tell us about what what. What are you looking forward to right now, Bryce, in the way of racing? You got something coming up, a car or something that you're excited about? Yeah, right now I'm just, uh, I'm really looking forward to, uh, we're actually hoping maybe to be able to go back east to Wisconsin and race with uh, other quickie drivers back there. And uh, it'd be really great, just financial uh, money and stuff is holding us back to be able to go back there. But it, it would be really awesome to be able to go back there and uh Hopefully, we're hoping to maybe be able to win a championship this year and get some wins coming. We've had a little bit of bad luck lately, but uh, we hope to get a win pretty soon. That That's what everyone's looking forward to. They need My whole crew needs a win, and I need a win, so that's what I'm looking forward to right now. Well, there you go. That's our marching orders to pray for, for Bryce, that, that, that the Lord will continue to raise up his uh, career as it, it it really is a platform for ministry and a way to reach lots and lots of people. Andy, you face that with so many race teams that you're involved in. That's a constant struggle uh, to get the wins, to get the support, right? Uh, yeah, Robbie, I'm actually having a hard time hearing you. What did you ask me again? That For the teams that you're associated with, it's always hard to raise the support. It's always hard to, to find supporters and sponsors and those kind of things. Oh yeah, and you know, just um, I would I think part of it, and I'm, and I'm not sure if Bryce is running into this yet or not. But when you're when you're an outspoken Christian, and you know you're visibly carrying the banner of the gospel, believe it or not, there are there are plenty of what would be mainstream sponsors that won't talk to you because uh, because of your affiliation. And I think probably as an example of that, you remember it was about a year or two ago we had Blake Cook on the radio there with us. Yeah. And he uh, he was turn had a sponsorship canceled because of uh, a, a personal conviction that he put not even on his racing page just it was I think it was either on a Facebook or a, or a Twitter page and uh, actually Fox News jumped all over that and and brought it to light but that's that's the world we live in right now. If you're going to take a stand for the gospel and you're going to stand up for what your what your personal convictions are, you're going to come under attack for it. There you go. Well, thank you all for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. Again, if you've got a question, you can go to our Ask an Experts page. So you have an insurance question for Bill Mixon, it's easy enough to email him. Or you want any of these resources on Canary or the other phone apps to shut down texting or the research on teen drivers across the country. If you want to get connected with Bryce Ministries, with Bryce's race team and his ministries or Andy's ministries, it's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And how about joining me and we'll be praying for our pastors